You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, September 18th, 2019, week 304. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Stesco. And this is Destiny Pizza. Do you know this week, I think it's, maybe it ends tomorrow? Yeah, it ends tomorrow. It's a palindrome week. Oh, yeah. It's the last one, right? Like oh. For like a, for how, I don't know how many years. Mm-hmm. hundred years, I guess. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Not in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, let's get into some we viewed reviewed. All right, I saw uh, Bill Burr's new comedy special, Bill Burr Paper Tiger. It's filmed in London, I think. Hmm. I believe that's always interesting to me because I'm like, how well is he received over there? Yeah. Well, I think uh, I've heard him do interviews, and it's like, I guess it's like anybody, like since podcasts are so mm-hmm. worldwide and Netflix is so worldwide, it's like people they find you. And yeah. then the, only the people going to your shows are the people that know who you are, pretty much. Yeah. So it's like, if you're going to sell out a place, it's like all people who know you, instead of like, all, Potentially like the random. place at large probably doesn't know who you are. Yeah. But everyone in that crowd would. I wonder if these, like, some of these celebrities like, go over there and just like, I'm going to go on vacation for a month and like, I can walk around. Yeah. Because aren't they even cooler recognized. over there? Like, even if they are recognized? Like, I heard like in London, I think the British are nicer about like i'm sure i would assume like they're not as paparazzi like driven as some places are here but i'm sure here people are like i want your picture yeah i would think people are just more pushy here i would think i don't really know but, but the, i imagine but i bet they're more England, there's world, all, right, all right or i tell a joke <laughs> yeah so I guess, um, it probably depends on who you are yeah at what place but yeah there's got to be some places some of these really famous people go that no one knows who they are yeah. They just do normal things, maybe. Like, I'm just going to hang out. Because, I mean, like, England isn't very different than America, especially now, yeah. geopolitically. I think they did <laughs> say something like the, like, uh, I think Don Cheadle said, like, the all the Avengers went somewhere once and they thought they were going to get mobbed and, like, no one, no, bothered, no, no one bothered them. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So, that that's cool when you hear that. Yeah. Um, so, how was this? It was really good. I liked it. I heard it It wasn't as good as his last stand-up special, but it's still mm-hmm. better than Sticks and Stones by Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I think it is. Um, well, because he goes to a bunch of different areas. Like, there's always that, like, uh, PC culture. Like, that seems to be an overwhelming thing in comedy. It was like Donald Trump for a while. Now it's just like PC culture in general. It's like, yeah. that's the theme of like everybody. And I'm getting kind of tired tired of that theme. But like, at least he goes into like his own light. Like, it's not like dominated by one subject or another. I think it's kind of all, more, more all over the place, I guess. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Um, so yeah, I'd I'd I recommend watching it if you like Bill Burr. I mean, Bill Burr, you know what you're getting into, kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, I, I kind of like it. Uh, and then I saw a movie yesterday, which is that Beatles movie, mm-hmm. where the guy like he has like a bike accident, and then he, everyone forgets who the Beatles are, except for him. Except for him. He's so like a struggling. He's like a struggling writer. musician, and he's trying to make it big. And then he has this accident. And he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna rip off all the Beatles songs." Until he goes on Tonight Show with James Corden, and supposedly there's someone who comes down the stairs and yeah. dressed like the Beatles. Let's just say they're very misleading uh, advertising. Advertising for yeah. <laughs> that scene specifically. Um, 
but it's enjoy like it, it. I like the movie that the you get the melody of the song. I mean, you know, like that, you know what you're getting in for. But I do feel like the movie. It was like unclear what they were trying to like. There were a lot of different. So I didn't know what was important because then they would like tease other things, but they're not like. It was weird because that, like that's the premise. So you're like, okay, you can either do it a couple ways. You can make that premise the focus and then lead towards that in the story, or you could just be like, oh, that was the premise, but we got another story. But I kind of feel like I couldn't figure out what they were doing until the end ish, or like halfway through, I guess. But like they were also leaving like seeds of things like, oh, we're leaning to we're leaning on that premise more than just like it's the premise. So it was kind of weird that they like, they were seeding other things like because it wasn't just the Beatles that everyone forgot. There were other things in the world that people forgot and they were seeding those throughout. But it was like but but that ultimately pretty much had like didn't lead to anything. though. That's really weird. It was kind of like, why are they seeding these if you're not? There's not some ultimate thing you're doing. With like there's that. no alien invasion at the end. Like, ha ha! <laughs> yeah, we've been it's, invading it's you like, the whole time. Like I understand if you want to do the premise, and then it's almost like Groundhog Day. You do that's just the premise, and then you're kind of doing the movie, and then you don't explain it. But this, like, it it doesn't explain it, but then it it seeds other things. You're like, yeah, but he doesn't even like do any like nothing like happens. Never I guess him. they use it as a punchline. I guess they use it as a joke. Like, oh, that doesn't exist either, or whatever. Oh, like, Hitler never existed? Yeah, there's just, like, stuff like that, but, like, nothing really goes without... Nothing has significance? Yeah. So like, I was like... In the movie. Yeah, so I was like, I guess they're just using this as a joke, which I was like, eh, either do more or do less, I, I guess was my thought. Where I was like... I was like, oh, if other things don't exist, it, take advantage of those or something. I don't know. But I still, like, you get to hear all the Beatles songs, which is oh, cool. Yeah. That's, like... I feel like 99% of what you're... Nine, what cool, you're going there for. Going there. But yeah, I felt it was kind of too long also. This or Across the Universe as a... Across the Universe. Not Beatles, Beatles movie. <laughs> Across the Universe, okay. for sure. Um, yeah, because like this... The, I, I feel like you pull all that away. Like the story of itself, it's kind like it's it's like a love story, really. And you're just like, but you don't like know that. Because it, it's weird because you don't... You have, no, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. You don't really know that it's that. Because like, the characters don't act like that's what it would be. Until, like, halfway through the movie, and then you're like, but this kind of came out of left field for me. I was like, I, they're, I kind of setting it up, I guess, but it was, like, it, we, it was weird to me. <laughs> I was like, I just didn't, I didn't understand that. Do you think Danny Boyle should not make a movie with an Indian person in it next? Is he doing that a bunch? Well, the last, this one was him, right? Yesterday was him, yeah. And then Slim Dog Millionaire was his last movie. Oh, he did that movie, too. Okay. Is that his thing? <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to make with an Indian person. Well, no, I think he'd made a movie in between that didn't have an Indian person mm. in it. I think. Okay. But <laughs> if he dress- he's one, one, I'll not do one. Yeah, he's like, one for them, <laughs> one for me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's still an enjoyable movie. Like, I, it's not like a... If you're into the Beatles movie, like, you can hear a Beatles melody, that's interesting, and there were funny jokes out of it. Like, there's some... Like, because hey, of that print. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't find that that funny, but like... But I did want to even, like, some, you almost want it even funnier at point. Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird because you're like, oh, he, like, remembers all these lyrics. And it's like almost he should screw up even more lyrics. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I can't remember that stuff. But, like, he does, like, all the Beatles songs. And, like, they show him his process sometimes to try to figure it out. And it takes him a while. But it's like, at the end, he mostly figures everything out. And I'm like, 
It should be ones where he just doesn't remember. I something. want Paul McCartney's take on this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's gonna be like, weird. I was watching the sixty Minutes interview with him, mm-hmm. and he said that he has to listen to old Beatles songs before concerts to remember how to like play them. Like yeah. he has to study his own music because, yeah. like, a it's been forever, mm-hmm. and then b there are so many songs. Like when you go to a Paul McCartney concert, it's like two at least two hours long. Yeah. And he's playing across his whole career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's just a lot. Yeah, so sometimes <laughs> little, he'll forget yeah, his own songs. I mean, their catalog's so big. It's like, I mean, and not just that, because it's like the Beatles. Yeah, exactly. Carton, that's the other like, thing. And that's what the other thing I want in this movie. I'm like, well, he should pull into that stuff, too. He's yeah. like, I'm going to take, like, imagine Bang, John run, L- Lennon. Like, I'm going to do all these other songs that are just the just like the, the solo artists yeah, and stuff. But he doesn't. But he doesn't do enough of that. I'm like, oh, and then he should pull an artist, like... Is there a scene where, like, oh, this other band doesn't exist? Well, he should just steal their songs, too. Yeah. But he was kind of, like, so Beatles heavily focused. But, but they mean, made the point that the world, not just they forgot that. There's other things. And it's not like those things cons- I don't know. They don't make it that clear. Because it's just weird that they have that premise and they use these other jokes. But then it's like... Like, at the end, they should have been like, oh, but everyone forgot about this band. And... Yeah, this band is also very important, but no one remembered them. <laughs> yeah, and so that like, band oh. is called the Rolling. Stones. And that was the the sequel where he had to now do all the Rolling Stones <laughs> yeah. songs. <laughs> but yeah, like I, it's a fine watch. But yeah, it was it was a very long movie, and it's like they were treading over the same plot points like a lot. I can't stand that. And I was just like, get to do something, just, yeah. figure it out. So yeah, it's like you you easily edit like half an hour out of this movie. <laughs> like it only needs to be like an hour and a half. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's a, in that sense, it's kind of weird. And it was, it was one of those movies that I'm like, did this movie take place over like two weeks or like a couple months? It was like hard to, hard to tell like how much time has passed. How famous is this guy? Like I, it, it was really confusing. Anyways, but I'd, I'd still recommend it. I'd give it a six, six out of eight. Um, I finished Four Weddings and a Funeral mm, season nice. finale. But we hope season finale. You hope. We don't know if it's series finale or season finale. Oh, okay. I was like, you hope the season ended? Um, I guess, how do you not know that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and why are you hoping for it? <laughs> why you please end on that note? It'd be really weird. Um, but yeah, this was another one of those things where you find out that it's been, there's a year time jump between the last episode and this episode. Oh. And they kind of show you, which was nice, like this. Mm-hmm. Like they show you there's a time jump, like there's a scene where you're like, oh, okay, this is the time jump happening. Yeah. Where one of the characters is walking on the street and the seasons change mm. throughout. Yeah. And then, and then someone mentions like, oh, when's the last time you talked to her? And she's like, oh, I haven't talked to her since a year ago. Mm. And you're like, okay, good. Got a frame of reference. <laughs> now I know what's going on. I don't know if I mentioned it last week where there's like a scene in this show and she's like, well, is, for, is this have you felt this way for the last two and a half years? And I'm like, Jesus, this whole happen? season lasted two and a half years? Yeah. Well, what was that show that felt like it was jumping around? Mixology? No, I think, it, oh, it's like Pennyworth. We were like, oh, yeah, Pennyworth, what's like, happening? What's like, happening? how long has it been? What is the time? Because, like, he, <laughs> they break up and he get meets back together. a girl and, like, moves in with her. Yeah. There's just all these moments where, like, time has jumped, but, like, you, there's no clear indication. Like, there, you got no frame of reference yeah. to know. So, yeah, this show ended. I think the last episode was probably one of the best episodes they've done. Made me cry a bit. You gonna watch it? I think I need to start watching the show. Yeah, 
It's two seasons, right? No, just one. Oh, it's only one season so far. Ten episodes. Okay. Hour-long episodes. That's easy. Yeah. You like rom-coms? Yeah, I like rom-coms. Plenty of, plenty of references that okay. I didn't understand, apparently. But <laughs> Yeah. There's that. Uh, Great British Bake Off. It was not Biscuit Week. Cake Week? Cake Week. Bread Week. It's Bread Week. It's every show a different week? Every episode's a different. Yeah. Okay. Or every episode is a different baked good. Okay. They call it we. They make it over. It's the episode lasts over a week. Yeah, because there's like three challenges they mm. have to do. Okay. And I think it's like they get a, like five days off and then two days they they're filming. So like mm-hmm. they have they know what the week is. They get a few days to like prepare one. And then there's like a mystery item that they have to bake where they don't get the measurements. It's just like very vague and they have to try mm-hmm. to bake it. And then there's one at the end. The final item that they bake is like a showstopper where it's like, okay, you now know how to mm-hmm. bake bread. Bake us a bread, but do this technique that like requires. Man, the show's great. Got it. Nice. Such a great show. And you're like, wow, these people are so... For a comp like a competition show, these people mm. are nice as hell to each other. <laughs> yeah. So and then some guy, I guess, made an algorithm and he like using AI and he made it watch this is season ten. So he made it watch the first eight seasons. He tested it out on season nine and it was able to correctly predict who the winner would oh, be wow. to the ninetieth percentile. That's crazy. Yeah. That's impressive. Can they can you do that? Do you know who's gonna win? No, he didn't release it for the mm. season. And I'm like, mm. what's the point? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me predict the new ones. And I guess it uses it based on like screen time and stuff. Mm. So, what's that? Chef Show came back. Chef Show. I watched all of it. I watched two of them. <laughs> you had six episodes. Man, made me hungry. Oh, I always love that Chef Show. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm like, because my niece is like, what are you watching? And I'm at the show. She's like, "Can I watch?" And I'm like, "I don't know," because sometimes, <laughs> like sometimes the they are super clean. Yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes they cuss a bunch. You're yeah, like, what's going on? That's Netflix. You like never know what's going to happen. Exactly. I feel like if you have Seth Rogen on, bad sign. <laughs> yeah, something could happen. And then, um, but like Seth Rogen was very self aware because he points out all these things in the show that you're like, yeah. He's like, well, no one knows the like. We didn't even tell them what we're making. <laughs> well, that's why I like the show because it's so different. It's yeah. not like trying. It's not a cooking show. It's not a cooking show. Cook. Yeah, it's not step by step doing. You're like watching them. It's almost like you. I feel like I'm like I'm getting put into a trance watching the show. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm just like, like oh, this is reacting. Like, then they got the t- ASMR almost. Like, yeah, I got the music. The music going. Like, ooh, ooh, oh no! Explosion of the dish. And then there's just like so much like musicality where it's just like clicks in my brain yeah i'm like this feels right yeah <laughs> watching this it's very show satisfying to watch yeah so they go to pizza like, I, bet, I bet i almost feel like they could be doing anything in that show and they just do the music beats and talk i think that's why you should watch great british bake-off yeah it's very much similar interesting i should try that try that show yeah and now it's week to week on netflix yeah so you keep up with a new season um where it's but, the great british baking show in america because pillsbury has the trademark of oh, bake off gotcha so well yeah chef show is great yeah they so go, what episode they had they had um seth um, rogan they did the chicken yeah the fried chicken with the korean stew mm-hmm. they did um the pizza pizza 
Yeah. Gorilla Tacos. Um, Hogs Island, which was like um, oysters. They do Skywalker Ranch. And then they do another Babish episode with David Chang. Missing one episode. Find it, it'd be great. Okay, there is Seth Rogen, Pizzana, Gorilla Tacos. Oh, wait, I was right. Hog Island, Skywalker Ranch. Did I say that? Yeah. And then Babish and David Chang. Look at that. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. And then, like, this, the episode dates itself, dates some of it because some of it is referencing 2017. Yeah. So, I feel like the first one they didn't do so much. No. Well, they date it by saying Jonathan Gold passed by away, no, yeah, which by happened n- in 2018. So yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like maybe some of this is out of order. Which I think it was because like Volume Two, I feel like didn't exist until they're like, it's good. Until uh, like, they're like, successful. oh wow, people like this. Yeah. So like, do you think there's gonna be Volume Three now? I think so. Yeah. It's, I hope so. Yeah. Well, I think it maybe even Season Two. <laughs> oh yeah, Season Two. What are they gonna call it? Yeah. But they'll have to make more. That's the thing. They'll have to. And yeah, it's what's Jim Favreau doing? He's Mandalorian, so maybe with some. And it's Pedro weird, Pascal but then it's weird because in the Pizzana episode they reference Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, He's like that's what Robert Rodriguez taught me. Yeah. So like clearly this happened after. Yeah. So like these little references, and, I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> and the feel for the second volume is a is a lot different than the first one because the first mm-hmm. one's mainly all in that kitchen. Yeah. For the second one, there's three episodes that are on location like one episode is in a different restaurant Mm -hmm. the or two episodes are in different restaurants in la and then there's an episode that's like in a whole different place yeah that's why i also like the structure is completely different like every episode you don't really know yeah you don't really know it's not like always the episode's not the same yeah it's all like i did get bugged on the pizza episode though because i was like why is this guy putting short rib on a margarita pizza i was like he's just making it so i can't eat it it just makes me so hungry. It's like, yeah, he's like taking the one thing I order for sure. I can order at a pizza restaurant. <laughs> so, but yeah, made me really hungry. Oh, I'm just hungry. It always makes me. It. I know. Just thinking about it, it's so good. Oof. Um, oh, those uh, meatballs. Yeah, those oh meatballs are crazy. And it was like, it's things that you see, and I'm like, oh, like obviously, that's how you do it. Yeah. But I never thought about it that way. (laughs) Yeah, it's still like you still don't think about it that hard. Yeah, just like I want. And then I wonder, I'm like, how normal is this? Like, is this guy doing it this way? And is that what makes it special versus like, yeah, like a subway meatball or something? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, clearly, yeah. But how many? (laughs) Which of the steps are the extra care? Yeah, what What are the parts? And like, the oven's probably important. Yeah. some of it so it's like and, but then how important is the oven that's yeah, yeah. What it, like you don't know when the, I'm watching what's the this, importance it, he's like getting the meatball he's like i gotta get he's gotta weigh this exact right yeah, like is that like that important 45 or grams does he even know what's that important he's like no i've been doing it this way so I'll that's the thing and then he like sh- he shows the salt when he's like making the dough mm-hmm. and he's like i know all the measurements like in my head i grew up eating it so yeah like, and i'm like oh this is mind-blowing yeah and he also will make something he's like oh i do it with this Oh, that's another thing that oh, ate, oh, yeah. that dated that episode is because he's like, yeah, we do that at local, and local has been shut down since then. Oh, so it's like, okay. 
interesting. Yeah. It's like a mystery. of <laughs> like, when did this happen? <laughs> yeah. When did this take place? Because then Roy Choi also had another show called Breaking Bread, which was on PBS. It aired like almost the same time as mm-hmm. Chef Show. That's like very peculiar. Um, and then I started watching Shit's Creek. I shouldn't say Star. I mean, I've watched, I watched three. I'm on season four right now. Mm-hmm. And I started watching <laughs> yesterday. Into it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and each one's like a 13 episode season. Mm-hmm. 20 minute episodes, though. Yeah, it's not too bad. That's too. That's like yeah. I mean, that's like six yesterday ep- I watched 13 hours of television. So true. I don't like to Plus Chef Show. <laughs> I'm like six episodes. That's like a movie, though. Like six episodes is like yeah. one movie. But then I watched all of Chef Show, and I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Because I think it's only six 30-minute episodes. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's like not that bad. Yeah. But yeah, this is on Netflix. It's um, created by Eugene Levy and Dan Levy, his son. It's about a family who was like super rich and wealthy and gets raided by the IRS because their business manager never paid taxes, so they owed all this money, and the government seizes all their assets, and they have to move to this city called Schitt's Creek. Which Eugene Levy bought as a birthday, as a gag gift for his son, mm. and the government is like, "Oh, this isn't worth anything." But they are so like you can keep it, and it's just them going from super rich to having to live like mm. among weirdos that never left town. Gotcha. It's really fun. It's really fun. Catherine O'Hara, who was in Beetlejuice, was in it. Can't remember the other guy. He's one of the guys. He's like always. He was in like Freaks and Geeks. He was the teacher. He's in a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but he's in it as the mayor, rolling shit. So that's it. That's his name. Yeah, Roland shit. He's like is this from the shit. Is he like the founders? The, the founders family, and he's the mayor. Gotcha. Of the city. Um. So yeah, it's really funny. Some of the scenes are like make me laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. So. That's impressive. Yeah, I've heard good things about the show. I just never didn't know that's the thing. What the show was that's like? Right. Oh, I've heard Shit's Creek. It's just Creek good, but I never. After I finished Chef Show, I was like, I think I'm gonna start watching it. Even yeah. though there's always all these shows that I'm like, I'm gonna watch that show next. Yeah, I mean, you uh, never get it. It's always like you just feel at this time, like oh, I'm gonna start watching this. Yeah, it's just definitely random. wasn't it's in just the kind of like random. Anything too serious? Yeah. And it really pushes the edge on some stuff because, like, one of the dudes is pansexual. Uh-huh. Apparently, that was the first portrayal of a pansexual person on television. Oh, really? <laughs> so, there's that. Um, let's get into our discussion. Summer movie pool. Finally here. Calculated the winner. The winner is Mr. Mike Steska. Boom! It's my second, second victory. Yeah. I'm the only two-time With 69. winner, I, I think. 69 points. Oh, no, I'm a two-time winner. And oh, you won twice? Oh, yeah, we did. It's a three-time winner, then. Oh. Boom, I think I'm getting better at this. <laughs> Narrow these down. I think I'm getting worse, because my score <laughs> was, was 56. What was the top 10 okay. this year? It was... Endgame, Lion King, Aladdin, I think. Cool. We, none of us had that, I don't think. Toy Story 4, Secret Life of Pets. None. This isn't in order. But. Okay. Let's see what the order is. I'm just curious because I forgot. Well, it's it's hard because like. Well, we we have Endgame at the top, yeah, which so isn't in that. Season. If you go to the summermoviewager.com, 
they have it. Okay, so it's Endgame, Lion King, Toy Story 4, Spider-Man, Aladdin, John Wick, Hobbs and Shaw, Secret Life of Pets 2, Detective Pikachu, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. I feel like 10 is always like that. Like, it's always a random one, 10. Yeah. That's always the hardest one. One that sneaks in. So. Very interesting. Yeah. I don't know what the price is, but or prizes, but who knows? Congratulations, Michael. Thank you, thank you. I'm just, I've just been studying all the <laughs> the movies. I'm like, okay, Endgame. Yeah, I think that'll win. That'll get number one. Well, that was a that was. A I'm given. just like Disney, 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 uh, Sony, but really Disney. <laughs> yeah, because I think you had like Aladdin and Toy Story mixed up. Yeah, it's like very. I'm surprised I put Aladdin that high. I don't think I did. Let's see. I feel like I was top 10, but like. Probably like six. Okay, no, you had Avengers, Lion King, Toy Story. Oh, wow. Then you put Godzilla, then Spider Man. Crazy. Then Secret Life of Pets. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I had Hobbs and Shaw. Aladdin, Detective Pikachu, and then Rocket. Oh, I got Detective Pikachu in the top 10. Interesting. And then you had John Wick. Chapter three, wild card. wild card. Man, John Wick Chapter three was the sixth because the, because the first two actually didn't make that much money no. in the box office, which is kind of surprising. But it made more money than it would have because it was supposed to go straight to DVD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you look at this one; it may have made more than the other two combined, combined domestically. Yeah. It's close, I would think. And I think that's, they keep saying like this was a down year at the box office, but. Um, I feel like the movies at the top did really well. Yeah. Yeah, I made more than both combined. That's crazy. But it was also in a lot more theaters. Yeah. Like, number two made almost double, or more than double, the first one. So, at this exponential rate, (laughs) John Wick Chapter 4 is going to be the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. For three hundred million domestically, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it'll take a couple more John Wicks. The crazy number is worldwide. It made three hundred twenty-one. Is it getting more popular worldwide, or it's stagnant? That's getting more popular worldwide. Okay, eighty-eight to one seventy-one and a half to three twenty-one point seven. Wow, that one like doubled too, almost. Yeah. And then next week, who should James Gunn take from the Suicide Squad cast and put into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? Yes, because there's a big cast in in Suicide Squad, so it's like, ah, which one of these people would we want to see? Because he took people from Guardians and put them in this. Yeah. I guess David Ayer, people were giving David Ayer shit for, like, making an unsuccessful Suicide Squad movie, and he's like, well, they didn't didn't follow his movie. Yeah, yeah. I think that movie could have been good. He's like, but possibly. I'm excited for James Gunn. So people are yeah. like, oh, he gave his blessing. I think Gunn. everyone knows that that was the most butchered movie of them all. It was the trailer people putting together a movie. Yeah. Because they're like, everyone loved that trailer. Make it the mood like that. Yeah. And it's like, like okay. but I made a dark movie. Like, that wasn't that. That was always a weird thing. It was a, this dark movie, but then the bad guy was like alien. Cre- it didn't make. Why did those, those two shouldn't go together? Yeah. You shouldn't make a. You shouldn't get David Ayer to make the villain like a witch. Weird powers. I don't know. No, it was really weird. But they did it. 
So we'll see. Um, on Netflix today, come and find me. Come back tomorrow for America's Sweetheart and This Week in Movies in the Now. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.